Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am Jesse Jackson, and I am always excited to talk Bruce Springsteen. And today, I have a special Bruce Bud. Introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm Sarah. I am from Columbia, Maryland, and I've been a solid fan for about six years, but I've been, I've, I've known of Bruce since I was a little kid when my older sister had his uh, Born in the USA calendar with his tushy on the front of it. <laughs> and I remember when she came home from the college bookstore and I was like, whoa, what's that? And I never thought I'd years later go to the rock hall and actually see that outfit hanging on the wall there well wow, that 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 is very cool um i was able to uh in 2012 uh bruce had not wasn't coming anywhere close to texas and so my wife and i drove up to cleveland to see him and uh we did the rock and roll hall of fame the next day and uh, yes, that was um, a very special, we call it our Bruce and Bourbon tour, because <laughs> we also saw a lot of bourbon distilleries on the way up there and the way down. Oh, I'm sure. When I went there, um, I went there with uh, my boyfriend at the time, which will get into that whole story, okay. but we stopped, uh, we had we had an extra day, and we stopped, our, our, our other, other fun little thing we did was we went to the uh, Christmas Story house. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we got our picture taken with the leg lamp. <laughs> oh, very cool. Yeah. So I have actually funny just for your, just so you can see it. Here's us. Sitting. Oh, how awesome. <laughs> that is great. Yep. Yes. Well, let me, cool. um, let me let my dog out here. So okay. she start barking. Go. There we go. All right. So. All okay. right. So you've already kind of mentioned a little bit, but so tell me your Bruce background. So you were a casual fan. Um, your sisters, you know, had the calendar. Well, actually I'll tell you what, my sister had the calendar just because he was hot. I don't think she was quite as big of a fan. Okay. My two brothers now, actually I should say my one oldest brother, he is a big fan. Although he was having a discussion with me the other day about this um, he says that Bruce peaked in the late seventies. <laughs> so everything after that is no good to him. It's, ah, oh, it's just garbage. Ah, know. he's one of those. Yeah. Fans. He's one of those. And I was okay. like, <gasps> so his favorite is, um, probably born to run, um, greetings from Asbury park. Right. Yeah. You know, he's like, Oh, I used to go see him all the time. You know, he used to go to all the good concerts around here. So yeah. He's considerably older than me, so okay. he got that experience that I didn't get to have. So, of course, I was like, are you kidding? I love everything from the beginning sure. to the end. And That's funny. That is yeah. really funny. So, um, so, you, so it sounds like Bruce it was in your consciousness, but yeah. you mentioned you became a serious fan. So talk about what happened and what, what oh, moved you over to the Bruce family. I have a great story. So Please. this guy that I showed you in the picture here, yes, I'll just give his first name. His first name is Leon. Um, in 2009, I met this person um, and he is he was a sports writer for the Washington Examiner. So he had tickets to 
or not tickets, but like press pass, whatever, to um, the AT&T golf tournament at Congressional. Okay. So he called me. He was like, hey, I got an extra ticket. You want to come? And I'm like, heck yeah, I do. Sure. So I show up at the Metro. He picks me up. I get in his little Saturn convertible, which I was like, who? And he's got this satellite radio. And I'm like, oh, you have this. Well, how does this work? What is this E Street thing? And he's like, oh, it's a whole station for Bruce Springsteen. And I'm like how many albums does he have? Like I didn't know at the time in 2009, of course, right. he had such a huge catalog. Yes. So I was like, Oh really? Okay, cool. Because I had only known the base, you know, the basic stuff, unfortunately, and I'm embarrassed to say this, just the no, stuff no. they play on the radio, which sure, is absolutely. right. Days. Like you're lucky if you hear, you'll hear dancing in the dark and right. glory days occasionally. Yes. Although some of our DC stations, they get a little risque and play like Rosalita or 10th right. Avenue freeze out if it's a two for Tuesday. But yes. um, so anyways, I hear this and I'm like, oh, my God, hot guy, fun car, good music. I'm digging this guy. <laughs> this is looking good. Right. And he told me, he's like, yeah, I've been a fan since I was a little kid when I got his first album. He's like, you should really listen to his music. It's great. I mean, I love it. So I kind of got into it as as aggressively as i did because i really liked this particular guy nothing wrong with <laughs> that is such a chick thing but then for me since i i do love music i mean you mm-hmm. two was my favorite before that you okay. know that was my last favorite humongous band before that yeah so i i started getting interested in it and we we developed a relationship we started dating and um he said you know what are you doing on october 3rd and I was like, nothing. I'm off that weekend. He's like, okay. And I'm like, well, what are we doing? He's like, it's a surprise. And I, of course, I looked up the schedule, the, the concert schedule. So I knew, but I pretended like yeah, I didn't know. Right. So long story short, he picks me up. We drive up there and I see Bruce for the first time. And this was the wrecking ball tour. Yes. And I still didn't know all the good stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'm still learning this, you know, like when I heard, um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. What was it that I heard? Like the, the, he was playing stuff like Outlaw Pete. I wasn't quite into yes. that yet. Right. He opened with Wrecking Ball, and I was like, "Whoa, this is awesome! I love right. the the um, the horn section and, and and everything. It was just awesome." Sure. And then he he was playing uh, uh, Born in the USA songs that night, so I did know those. Right. Uh, so just the atmosphere and being with him and just the fact that somebody actually took the time to surprise me and take me sure. to a concert, I was hooked on this. And he actually, even before that, he copied all of Bruce's music for me. Don't yeah. don't tell Bruce. No, no, no. And put it on CDs. And I would listen to it driving to and from work. And I was just like smitten. And I am hearing this music and I'm relating it to this guy that I really liked. And sure. that's how I... That's how it all got started. Then he got tickets to the November, I think it was November, yeah, November 20th, because it was my sister's birthday. Yeah. He played at the Baltimore Arena. We we call it the Baltimore Arena. It's got a different name now. Sure, of course. Yes. So we were way up in the rafters, and by then I had known more songs, and I, I distinctly remember one of my absolute favorites by him is The Rising. Right. And I remember the rising coming on and I just looked at him and he just looked at me and we just kind of like hugged each other. And it was just one of those moments like this, mm-hmm. this is magic music. I mean, this Absolutely. is amazing. 
I actually snapped a picture of <laughs> while we were singing. I, I'm the only one who knows it's that song, but right. Um, so I just kind of, you know, I fell in love with him. I fell in love with Bruce and it was like the only thing I listened to all the time. My friends were like, what is it with you and this? This is ridiculous. You know? Yes. And then, so I, I started from there and he put all the music on my iPod. I went out and bought an iPod just so he could put his entire catalog on it for me. How funny. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I came to Bruce late as well. It wasn't uh, till 2002 when um, I saw him the first time during the rising tour. And, Ooh. and, you know, and I, I, I apologize in advance listeners. Yeah. You hear this statement a lot, but I think it's, you know, it's true. There's two kinds of people, the people that see Bruce live and go, Oh, that was a pretty good show and move on with their lives. And those who see him and go, Oh my God, I want to, you know, quit my job and sell everything and go follow him. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, so that's, that's very, very cool. So, um, you know, Bruce, not only, you not only found the magic of Bruce, but you had a relationship going. That's pretty cool. I did. Yes. However. Okay. However. I, I was worried there was a however, because I'm a romantic <laughs> at heart, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, so that was 2009. And yes. then in 2010, they had that awesome, uh, Springsteen weekend at the rock hall. And yeah. I was like, we are going to this. I don't care what you're doing. You get a babysitter for your kid and we are going. So he was down for it. We drove up there. Um, we went through all the exhibits we sat in on. There was a couple people that spoke. Uh, they, you know, talked about what it was like to record what the beginning was like. And that was still fresh to me. And then I want to say, uh, the stone ponies were playing, Okay. So I skipped out on the lecture and went to go listen to the Stone Ponies. Sure. <laughs> um, so we went to that. It was great. I mean, I, I had just a fantastic time. The Rock Hall is a cool place anyway. It is. It is very cool. So we did that, and that was in, like, June. And then that summer we broke pretty much broke it off only because he got busy and just was all like, I can't have a relationship right now. And I was like, oh, well. Sure. And fast forward um, to 2012. And he was, no, let me think about this. Hold on. No, I'm sorry. The be, yeah, beginning of 2012, we reconnected and he's like, Hey, do you want to go see Bruce in the USA, the cover bands? <laughs> Cause we were like needing a fix. Right. So we went to go see this, you know, gr I mean, they're awesome. They're really good for a cover band. And yeah, they, all sure. look, they look just like them too. Yeah. So we had a great time at that on the way home. He tells me, I'm moving to Alabama with my family. And I'm like, uh, okay, well, there's that, you know? And so he ended up transitioning into that. Um, he called me out of the blue in like, I don't know, September later on. He's like, I got tickets to the, to Nats park, Bruce. And I was like, really? He's like, I'm gonna take you. So our last time together and our, my last Bruce show that I got, had been to, was uh, the one at Nats Park, which was outstanding. Yeah. I mean, that's a great venue. To me, it was a great venue. Actually, him and I had also seen Elton John and Billy Joel there. I, I took them right that concert <laughs> back sure. before the, the, the golf uh, thing when we when right. I discovered Bruce. But anyways, it was just, I don't even know what to say. I knew all the songs. Yeah. I knew everything. I was fully immersed in the culture. 
it's just one of those things I can't wait to do again. But I feel like I need to be there with somebody that's also as much of a fan as me. Right. So, and currently my fiance is not a Bruce fan. <laughs> so okay. I don't know how that happened, but I suppose he could learn, but it's not, he's kind of in a different music. So. Well, uh, so what's interesting, Sarah, is I'm from a mixed marriage as well. Uh, Linda uh, is not a big Bruce fan. And, yeah. um, she saw him in 2002 and was like, I didn't know any songs. He didn't play anything I knew. Uh, I guess it was okay. Um, and so in 2012, when uh, we went up to Cleveland, we kind of did it as a couple. And I said, um, I said, I want to see Bruce. We want to go on a vacation together. It had been forever since we'd done a vacation together. And so uh, no kids, no other couple. And so um, she played a lot of Bruce music. And, and here's the key that made it work for her. As I said, quit trying to understand his lyrics. You are, you are focused on his mumbling or groaning or, you know, that you don't think he has clear enough diction. So, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. She just says, I can't understand a damn thing. Oh, so what I said is just think of his voice as another instrument and pretend it's an it's a you know, it's um, instrumental. And she, once she did that, she accepted it. And then she started, you know, like on our way to the show, um, she would download the lyrics, you know, on her phone and yeah. lyrics while we're listening. So she appreciated it. And so she now is a fan of him live. She says he has ruined her from other concerts because no one else seems to put as much passion. She has a big old crush on Max. She thinks Max. Oh, I know. He's so hot. <laughs> exactly. So that's, uh, that's really great. So, um, have you seen, okay. So first of all, how many times total have you seen him? And have you seen him without this special guy that was in your life? I've only seen him those three times. Okay. I wanted to go to the Hershey show yeah. on the last tour, but I couldn't get off work. Just couldn't make it happen. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling that my significant other probably would have been bored out of his mind. I mean, he might have liked it. I, I don't know. It, it just, you never know. Um, so, so have you seen the Springsteen and me documentary? Yes. You know, we did go see that and yeah. I loved it. It was wonderful. At the end, I was singing along to everything. Yeah. It was really neat to, I, I felt a connection to these people because yes. like I, I would probably be, I could have been on that, you know, I could have, Absolutely. I mean, everything is all about, I mean, the only thing I listen to in my car is E street. And if I can't find something on there that I really want to hear, I switch over to like the 80 station and yeah. that's about it. I can't, I just can't. I, I said the same yeah. thing. Uh, my I my car has an entertainment center that has a hard drive, so when you load in a CD, it saves it there. So I have all these Bruce CDs and all these other CDs loaded as well. But ninety five percent of the time, you know, it's on E Street Radio. Yeah. Even though I have all the songs that I could listen, I yeah. you know I still just love doing that. Well, let me tell you, when yeah. the iPod that I had that had everything on it, and I don't know, I broke it or yeah. something happened to it, I was devastated. Sure. It wasn't gonna. It wasn't on my laptop. It mm -hmm. was only on 
that. So yeah. I've had to slowly build my bank up of yes <laughs> of Bruce. And uh, fortunately, having E Street helps. But absolutely, I mean, I, I have a wide range of my favorites. There's some that I list. See, and I used to listen to it a lot when I would drive to the beach because yeah. I used to have a house share. Okay. And so I had like three or four hours of time to drive to Delaware from Maryland. Yeah. And I would listen to, I think Magic was one of the ones that I really got into. Yeah. Just some of the, it was a good summertime one. It was. I, I mean, love girls with their summer clothes. Uh, it's just so, I know. it's such a Beach Boy I happy song. It. Yeah, yes. I loved hearing that. And then um, one of the ones on that album, um, Forgive me, I'm trying to think here. I've got so much going on in my head. I understand. It's the one where he's, uh, let's see, oh, here's magic. I'm clicking on it right okay. now. Um, well, of course, Radio Nowhere is amazing. Yeah. But um, I'll Work for Your Love. Yes. That's like my theme song. Like, I love like that song. Absolutely. Romantic. It but, is. You know, the other thing I, I thought, um, you know, there's that couple that he's not the fan and she is and you yeah. know from springsteen so i could think of that well, that's interesting so um do you have a special song or something that um you talked about i work for your love is kind of your theme song is there a couple others that there's you may be that ones. help you either get through the day or help remind you Millionaire. when you're celebrating or something go ahead I should have wrote them all down. That's um, okay. Well, going back to magic, long walk home to me is such yeah. a, I feel like it's patriotic in a way of, um, he, Bruce is, you know, all about his country and, you know, and right. his hometown and all that. Yeah. And I can kind of, kind of relate in a way because that's how my parents were raised. Yes. And I, I feel like, you know, the flag flying over the courthouse. Yes. That that just it's it, it almost gives me chills. It's it's kind of funny. Absolutely. <laughs> that's how that's how into it I am. Uh -huh. um, I'm I'm I hate to say it, but my favorite album is still Born in the USA. I I just I think it's that. because it's the first one I was exposed to. To me, it has the happiness from the '80s when I was right. young and before life got complicated in my life. You know, in my yeah. world, I was a kid and. I just remember when I would hear Born in the USA on the radio, It always, for whatever reason on the radio, it always sounds just a little bit more like sure. gritty. And it was like, whoa. And I would hear the lyrics and I know it wasn't, I knew, you know, some people don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what was it, Reagan? He didn't understand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yes. I didn't botch that whole deal. Right. Yeah. I knew it was about the Vietnam War and, and, right. and all that. I, I was clued into that, but it was just so powerful. And then, um, uh, glory days i mean who how can you not love that that to me is just i i will t it's just a, it's i don't know it's just one of those no. like, i love it but yeah. yeah um so sarah every time glory days comes on <laughs> i go crazy um you know i just I, I the energy and the happiness is just wonderful and you know and and um my son um is now 26 but you know we would um he went to a private catholic school first through eighth grade and every once in a while we'd go by there trying to uh see if a couple of teachers he knew were there yeah and um and i'd throw in glory days because you know he was you know all-star basketball player <laughs> all-star football player throw that speedball huh yeah exactly so it was really funny you know because um 
there is so much about it and that's neat uh so is there any sure. specific things that bruce has done that kind of i mean it kind of it must be tough because you had that relationship that's so tied into bruce so yeah. i'm well, sure I'll you missed you him how did did you listen to bruce help getting over it or it did... was hard i had this like love hate relationship like i would hear some of the songs like um like two hearts or uh, even the rising um I, i'm on fire everything I, and I know I knew that um, working on the highway and no surrender were two of his favorite ones off of uh, Born the USA. So I would hear those and kind of. But then you know what? I built a bridge. I got over it, and I'm like, yes. this is my music. Right. If he want, doesn't want me. Fine. Yeah. No biggie. Um, but I'll tell you what. No surrender. Just just the lyrics. I know it's a little this this the story in the song is a little different than how I inter how I interpret it in my sure. life. All the things that I've been through in the past couple of years, you know, including caring for both of my parents before they died and and so on and switching jobs 10 times and, you know, no, not having confidence in myself for whatever reason and relationships. I always look at that no retreat, baby, no surrender. And I'm like, I need that tattooed on my arm and I need to look at that every day. And remember, you can get through this crap. You can live your life and get through it. And I know the song isn't quite aimed in that way, but the lyrics to me speak that kind of like, you're tough, girlfriend, you can do this, you know? And then this one song, this is my favorite, my top favorite, She's the One. Yeah. <sighs> that to me is like the hottest song ever because that girl, that I used, I used to like to secretly think I was that girl. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I think every girl wants to feel that way, like Absolutely. have that effect on some guy. And mm -hmm. so I, I can play that song a hundred times, every different version of it. I used to blast it in my convertible. I used to have a little red Miata and I used to put the top down and put that on. And I was just like, this is my anthem. <laughs> so, you know, I think you're very right, Sarah. And, and one of the things that we've talked a lot in uh this podcast and uh in we've just released our first episode so we haven't had you know but i'm recording in advance and one of the things we've talked about is that bruce's lyrics are broad enough they can be in, used in different ways and um like i really focus on you know better days oh, as a, a focus one. to say you know you're letting your life slip away. Focus on the here and now. Enjoy the journey. Yes. Don't focus on, well, when things get better, that's when it'll be better days. These are the better days. And the other thing that I, and I've shared this story before, but I think it's perfect as you're talking about it, is um, the um, on the 10th Avenue podcast, which mm -hmm. is Lynette uh, Carella does a podcast, eh, you know, ear, not consistently, but, and she talked about, she had uh, Adam Carolla's partner on there. And he was talking about um, the, um, the beauty of uh, all this tunnel of love album. And he says oh, that he great. thinks, yeah, a lot of Bruce fans, 
you know, because it's kind of overproduced and it's 80s, but he talked about he was fighting cancer. And he would play uh, All That Heaven Will Allow because mm-hmm. the lyric is, Now some may want to die young, man, young and gloriously. Get it straight now, mister. Hey, buddy, that ain't me. Because yeah. I have something on my mind that sets me straight and walking proud, and I want all the time, all that heaven will allow. Yep. And that one will make me cry sometimes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's, re- you know, a lot of times these are love songs, but they are, I mean, how strong that is. I I don't want to die young and gloriously. I want all the hev- all the time that heaven will allow. Yeah. So beautiful. So I totally get that, that you, that this song would mean something to you and help you to mm-hmm. um, stay focused, stay worked, um, you know my uh you know i've uh, i buried our father my father died actually on 911 10th anniversary oh. and so i i spoke at the funeral and i quoted land of hope and dreams and then when before that um one of my best friends uh from um early like 1980 um he had been dating a a friend of my wife's and so they'd known each other since high school and i mean he had been a friend for you know over 20 years and he died unexpectedly and uh, i spoke at the funeral along with a couple other people and i quoted land of open dreams and i made the comment that years from now in the future i hope my son <laughs> says land in open dreams and for at my funeral yeah it, absolutely it is just um a way to you know, let your faith give us faith. Let your hope give us hope, right? It is something away. Yep. Um, so, so, Sarah, um, is there any other story you want to share with the group class as we talk? I would love to share just a, I'll make it quick because I could seriously make go time. on. I'll, no, we're good. You can invite me back for another Absolutely. session. Absolutely. Oh. Anytime, yes. <laughs> um, there is the one song from uh, – um, uh, working on a dream. Yeah. My lucky day. Right. That's kind of my anthem as far as searching for, for love. Like I'm looking for my lucky day. I'm looking for that person to be my yeah. lucky day. That's yeah. when I know you've got my back and I've got yours. And that's, yeah. um, that's I'm not, the, I'm not the biggest Dr. Phil fan. I don't hate him, but I'm just not, but <laughs> I um, love him. <laughs> at times he has some really great phrase and he talks about, you know, your spouse should be your soft place to fall. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and you know, your parent, and, your, yeah. as a parent, you should be your kid's soft place to fall. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I could see that. It's my lucky day, and um, yeah, I, I love that. That's 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 really nice. And and I can go back to you know the the excitement of Jungle Land. Yeah. Do you know that like on long drives I'll play this stuff and I will plot out how I would want the music video to look in my head. That's nice. And I have this vision of like this like Juilliard school, like these kids that are all, you know, into dance and arts, but then they have this other side to them at night. Yeah. And they're hanging in the streets and their secret debts are paid and and contacts and you know all this oh, all this stuff awesome. and and it's like i picture you know um you know the the sitting on the hood of the car with the warm beer you know everything yeah. and then as soon as sunlight comes in it's like everybody goes back to their 
their life back at school or something. Oh, and that's I just, neat. I, I think of these like silly well, videos. Absolutely. You know, I, I drove from Dallas to Atlanta uh, last week. I was going to a, a convention and uh, that's a long drive. It's a 12 or 13 yeah. hour drive. And um, I listened to a lot of podcasts. I, I found, and I got to get these guys on the show, uh, Springtime for Springsteen. Ooh. They're two young guys, and they're not the biggest Bruce fans, mm-hmm. but they they have so much charm and so much energy. <laughs> and, and I just, I love listening to them, even though they got so much stuff wrong. And, and it, but it's just this, this, it, it. You, know, you got you to introduce me to them. I got to listen to this. Yeah, um, yeah, it really is funny. And and one of the reviewers on iTunes said, um, picture you in a car with your two friends who really aren't Springsteen fans, but Springsteen is the only thing, the only CDs they have. So they're listening to it and they were great. But anyway, um, that's funny. I, I put in uh, for the last three hours of the drive, though, because I was really getting tired. Mm-hmm. You know, I. Um, I put in I on my iPad I had the Melbourne show, you know, mm-hmm. and so I played that um, because I love that cover of Jolie Blanc, and um, and you know that concert got me through. I mean that three hours, the last three hours, I was I'm like screaming and I'm waving <laughs> my arms and I'm like yes, and it was you know it got me through to the end of the show. Yeah. So I totally get that. I get it a lot. So we're all hoping for a tour in 2016. Yeah, and I'm going. I don't care. <laughs> yes. Um, do you have a couple of wish lists of songs that you 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 want to hear him do live, or I is do. yeah okay? I do. And it's I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with stuff that um I've I mean I've already heard all my favorites, but okay. I'm kind of hoping to hear uh, Blood Brothers. Oh, that'd be nice. That would be really nice. Um. I'm, let me let me think about this here. I, ha- I had this, of course, all yeah. <laughs> in my head. Um, I don't know if I've heard. I don't know if I've heard Better Days live. I'm not sure. I'd have to I, look at the list. I don't think I have, and so that would be on my list. That would be yeah. great, and um, Lucky Day would be great. I think I've heard it before, but I would like to hear it again now that it really means something to me. Um, um, I heard. Um, girls in their summer clothes during yeah. that tour, but I I would love to hear it again. You know, yeah. Uh, um, I you know I'm trying to get into the high hopes and yeah. and all that. It's a little more difficult. I'm not. I'm just not I'm not connected to it okay. as much. I'm connected to Wrecking Ball. I'm connected to the other ones, but yeah. um, I did like off of that. Uh, which one was it? Was it the sword? Is that the yeah, one? This the... is your sword. I, this which is your is... sword. Yeah. yeah. That's a really, um, I, I thought about, and I'm not a pit person. I can't stand that long. I, no. though I admire the people I'm too old for that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I, I did thought it would be fun to have, um, and it would be horrible for security, but have a, um, you know, a shield or a sword written, yes. you know, this is your sword, this is your shield for him to do. Um, Without yeah. You is something I'd love to hear. That's from that little Blood Brothers EP. I love that, you know, Fridays, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, so that would be fun. Um, those are good. Anything else? Uh, I, I think that he, and I think he pretty much always does this, but um, 
the and I love this because I, I miss Clarence. He's yeah. you know he was the big man, and it was Absolutely. such a shocker for me to find out that summer yeah. that he had died. And when he when they sing Tenth um, Avenue Freeze Out, and they yeah. get to the line of um, and the big man joined the band. If I'm in the car, if I'm anywhere, I have to stop and listen to that whole song. It's like my, you know, pay my respects yes. to the big man. I can't stop the song. I don't care what's going on. A- absolutely. Wait. I'm right there with you. I've been late walking into work because of that. <laughs> um, well, you know but, what? If I, if I was your boss, I'd go, oh, yeah, I understand. Of course. I know, absolutely. Right? Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I'm kind of person. But that, I, I, I like that. And yeah. then anything, anything where I can see Max drumming yes. like a nut. I mean, I just, he is so, he's just fantastic to watch. You're like, what kind of shape is he in? They well, I know. Like, amazing, right? Yeah. He's, he's got a very specific routine and what yeah. he does to take care of his arms and stay in shape. So, you know, he's obviously serious, but, um, yeah. Um, yeah. as I've mentioned, Linda is a casual fan, but she loves Max. So I did make her, um, watch, John Stewart's final show. I need to see that. I haven't watched it oh, yet. You need to see it. There's a special yeah. thing at the end where um, John's thanking the band after they've played, you know, and they did a one and a half songs. And <laughs> um, and Max gives him the drumsticks. Oh, and I'm like, God, I okay, die. Hey, you know, John Stewart, uh, that's, you know, forget all your Emmys. Oh, that's a pretty cool souvenir, you know, um, Max Weinberg giving you the drumsticks from your final show. That's that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool when you can be on that caliber, on that level with yeah. one of your musical heroes like uh, like um, uh, London Calling when um, Ryan from uh, the bands that, oh, my God, he came up and sang No Surrender with Bruce. Yes. Um, Gaslight Anthem. Yes. And that song i can play it over and over it is one of my favorites absolutely but he, he you could just see the emotion in his face and he was just giving it his all and he was so into it because that meant so much to him to be up there with bruce and you know i've read some of the unauthorized biographies about bruce yeah. and i i've only gotten through to when he just started to get famous yeah but he was a he was an odd kid i mean he had he you know, a lot of idiosyncrasies and, and you know um the other thing is a lot of the fans seem to be, oh, we don't need Tom Morello in the band, you know. Oh. But when you see Morello's joy of yeah. playing with oh the my band. God. And that, too. I mean, it's yeah. just, and you know what? My other, I have another favorite band, the Dropkick Murphys. Oh, yeah. they got together. Oh. I was thinking about actually going to that show that Bruce showed up at yeah. up in Boston. And I was like kicking myself like, why didn't I just go? So I could see my two favorites. I, I've told the story uh, before on the show, but it, it, because you mentioned it, um, you know, part of my musical background is right out of high school, I became obsessed with the beach boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was in 77. So definitely not in their heyday. But I, I became obsessed with the Beach Boys and Brian Wilson specifically, mm-hmm. and he did a solo tour this past summer. And in Jersey, Bruce showed up. And oh, so my friends gosh. were my, – my brother-in-law and uh, a couple other friends said, you could die happy that night. I said, oh, yes. Brian Wilson – 
Bruce Springsteen on the same stage. Forget my son getting married. Forget <laughs> grandkids. Hey, right then and there, my yep. life it's over. It's you know it's it's yep. it's peaked. So that's great. Yep, I, yeah. that would that would have been my my thing. Yes, too. Yeah. Oh, that would have been amazing. And when they were on East uh, East Street for, yeah. I think they did a, what you did where you get to be the yeah, boss be the for boss the day. Boss. And um, Ken Casey's just, he's such a huge fan. And it's, it's it's cool to see that because like, as I was saying, Bruce was just this shy kid who apparently he had this crazy musical talent and he was kind of like, screw everything else. I just want to do music and he needed it nourished. They nursed it along. He became who he was. Right. And now he's just this. So he's so confident. Obviously he's gained this confidence um, and he's just got such a presence and he is truly one of the most famous most recognized musicians and yeah you know for a young a young guy like uh gaslight anthem to, yeah. to be up there it's just like i can't even imagine what that must feel like it must be a truly amazing feeling and you know if all i do is just get into the venue that he's singing at i'll, I'll take it yeah, absolutely that's, that's what i get so a- absolutely you know um Sarah, this has been a joy. Thank you so much for yes, sharing has. your 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 story and your passion. And uh, you know, um, you should uh, this uh, this mixed marriages can work. So have faith. You know, uh, so uh, it'll work out. It, you know, we can do this thing. Uh, so if someone wants to reach you and to tell you, uh, how can they reach you? Uh, by email or Twitter, whichever is easiest or for you. Twitter, actually, yes, Twitter. I'm a big Twitter fan. Um, however, I have to tell you, I have to look and see what my Twitter name <laughs> is. <laughs> no problem. It's terrible. I'm I'm so. Hold on, I have to open okay. a new tab. I do use Twitter mm-hmm. a lot. Um, hang tight here. Okay. But email's always email's always good too. I'm okay. a good email girl. Okay. Uh, while they're Instagram. looking up, I'll give this. Um, if you want to be on the podcast like Sarah and talk about Bruce and all that implies, send me an email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com, at setlustingbruce on Twitter. And there is a Set Lusting Bruce Facebook page. I am at Jesse Jackson DFW. Sarah. Okay, so I have an Instagram that I forgot about that I use all the time, and my name is actually Springsteen Girl 09. Nice. And you can I, I post some Springsteen stuff on there, just along with regular life stuff. Sure. But my Twitter is actually Red Sox RN, and that's R E D S A W X R N. Okay. So if anybody ever wants to chat on that, I am so there. I love it. Okay. It's- passions i can talk forever so you better have me back on again i will we are going to do it you know we are thinking about having uh, maybe some album discussions or if once he announces a tour we may have just a round robin of it you know five or yeah. six of us kind of you know talking about the excitement and everything so no i'd love to have you back on this is absolutely wonderful and uh thank you so much for being here oh thank uh, you for inviting me this, yeah. was, this was really fun and oh, like I, said, I can talk for days about it. i wish i had prepared a little bit more oh you were so great you gotta have me back so yes I can- we will we will do that um so for now though we're going to close with well we made a promise we swore we'd always remember no retreat baby no surrender like soldiers in the winter's night with a vow to defend no retreat baby no surrender surrender
Got it. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you soon. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.